0: In the moment, I'm your host, Reverend Ricky Allen Jr., thanking you wherever you are this holiday season for tuning in one more time to dive into God's Word with us. And I hope that, as always, wherever you are, Whatever you're doing, you're keeping the Lord first, as this is the season to rejoice the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. All right, so let's get started with our morning scripture. Uh, Definitely Christmas inspired Isaiah 9, 6, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Amen. And of course, as always, we want to make sure that you know that you can reach out to us if you need prayer, if you need to pray for someone else, or if you just want to share with us what God has done in your life. We definitely would love to hear that, and we want to hear more of your amazing stories in what god is doing for you here in 2022 or at least the rest of it and in 2023 god willing when we get there so let's light up those emails let's get some praise in them let's get some prayer in them and let's make it happen people let's let's make it happen let's get motivated but for right now let's go to prayer because someone out there needs it well let's pray heavenly father we thank you for this day we thank you for this being there with us through the hard times and good times of 2022 we thank you lord for getting us to this point to rejoice in the birth of your son jesus christ As we get closer and closer to that day, help us focus on what's important. Help us focus on the reason for the season, which is your son. Help us maintain. Help us be inspired. Help us not be envious of photos on the internet of folks posting the gifts under the tree and all the things they're doing. Help us be grateful for the things that we have and hopeful for the things you're gonna bless us with. O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Amen. Thank you for tuning in today. We pray God is going to bless you with a mighty message and hope to support you in your daily walk with Jesus Christ. Email us at yourmomentministries at gmail.com with your praise and prayer requests. Help support this ministry through your Cash App, dollar sign, Your Moment. We appreciate your continued prayers and support. All right, we're back. Now, today's topic is not why we should celebrate Christmas. It's how should we celebrate Christmas? Uh, You know, the world would tell you that we do this by going to get our tree, putting the lights on it, hopefully all the lights work. We go get gifts that any other day of the weekend this year we could not afford, let alone we even attempt to buy. But we go the extra mile to get across that first down marker in December to buy them. We're getting cards from people that we probably haven't spoken to most of the year. But we want to remind each other that we're still here, we're still alive, still breathing, and we're still thinking of you. We do all these things on December because the world has comprised all the behaviors and actions of what Christmas is to them. But we know that it's about Jesus Christ. It begins and ends with him, not about how many gifts you have under the tree. Uh, And even in those behaviors, which is nothing wrong with it, by the way, people, nothing wrong with that. Um, In those behaviors, though, Jesus provides. He's the provider of the gifts. He's the the provider of the means for you to even get the gifts. He's the provider in you having the money to save throughout the year to get the gifts you're getting now. So let's keep first things first, okay? Let's, Let's do that. Our text comes from Matthew 1, starting at verse 18, which reads as follows. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was on the wise, when as his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph... Before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Then Joseph, her husband, being just a man, and not willing to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privately. But while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, For that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus. For he shall save his people from their sins. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for coming. For coming to this earth, knowing the end outcome was going to be your death on the cross. We thank you, and we pray for those who are listening right now, who need to hear you. It's been a rough year for many. A lot of folks are bitter, a lot of folks are angry, but there are a lot of folks that are thankful and are grateful. All these people need you. Some are in denial. They're still trying to do it themselves, And there's nothing we can do about that, but only you can do that. Engage them, Lord, reach them. Let them know you're here and you wait. Bless the reading of your word, your already blessed word, and help us do what needs to be done this morning. Step forward and provide the words of inspiration. Amen. I wanna talk to you today about spiritual conditions if that's okay. What are spiritual conditions? Spiritual conditions are conditions where God creates an environment on earth around you that operates in a supernatural way. It's at these times things are going in your favor and you don't know how it's happening, especially when everything said you should have failed. The condition will see you through a process that others thought would be highly difficult. Maybe you've been in this condition where everything and everyone said that shouldn't have happened for you, that shouldn't have happened to you, and yet it did. You, my friend, were engaged in a spiritual condition with the Lord. By now, you're probably asking yourself, what does this have to do with Christmas and gifts, shopping, putting up a tree, eating too much, things like that? It has everything to do with it, because if you're not in the spirit of the Lord for Christmas, then you're no different than the world's view on Christmas. Good times. Pretty decorations. Money spent, no souls saved, no souls interested in being saved, godless. How do we celebrate Christmas? We celebrate it through maintaining our spiritual condition. But what does that look like? Matthew 1 has our answer. Starting at verse 18, we read about a situation involving a pregnant Mary, and it concerns Joseph. He was a spouse of, she was espoused to Joseph, meaning they were engaged to be married, but not in a way that we know engagement. That was a, lie, a law-abiding contract back then. There was no playing around with that. But he's in a situation because she's pregnant. How does he explain to a community that shuns this behavior? Depending on what happened, this could go really, really bad. Adultery was not to be played with. It was death. Rape, maybe, maybe it was rape. Joseph didn't know, but it was not to be played with. It was death. So he does this. He puts her away. He keeps her out of the sight of the community until he can figure out what in the world is going on. Have you ever been put in a situation where you got to keep your business out of the streets until you figure out what's going on? It goes to show everything is not meant to be told publicly. Everything is not meant to be told on social media. It's the addiction, though, of the attention, the likes, the tweets, the follows, that drives people to put everything on social media and then they wonder why things are going wrong. It's because everybody knows everything about you. People that wouldn't speak to you in the store knows your business. People that don't even consider you part of Friendship Network knows your business. I'm here to tell you today, maybe you need to scale back and rethink what you're doing. Keep first things first. Keep those things in the home and deal with it with the Lord. Then the scripture says he fell asleep. And here is where we find our answer to the question, how do we celebrate Christmas in a spiritual condition? How do we celebrate Christmas, period? First, we're going to respond to God with obedience when he is instructing us on what to do when he is birthing something in our life. When God is about to introduce something in your life that's life-changing in nature, our only job is to be obedient and see the process out here on earth. It reads in verse twenty. But while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, "Joseph, thou son of David, fear not. Take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost." Here's something to go deeper on that verse. God sent His message not when He was walking around worrying, but when He was calm and could listen in His sleep. We're most vulnerable when we sleep. We're most quiet when we sleep. Not the night those snorers out there like myself. But it's true. When things are going on around us and we don't know what to do to get calm because we're thinking too much, we're going over and mulling over it so much, God's going to send a message on what's going on when we're most calm. So we celebrate Christmas in peace and trusting that God is going to send you a message about what's going on, what's going to happen in your life, and what you are supposed to do. We celebrate Christmas under the understanding that what was done for the believer was also done for the unbeliever as well because once upon a time, you was one of them. Paul says this in Ephesians 2, 1 through 8, it's, it's, it's meant to be reread one more time for the holiday season. And you hath he quickened, who were dead in trespasses and sins, wherein time past ye walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience, among whom also we all had our conversation in times past, in the lust of our flesh fulfilling the desires of our flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. But God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ, by grace ye are saved, and hath raised us up together, and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that in the ages to come He might shew the exceeding riches of His grace in His kindness towards us through Christ Jesus. For by grace ye saved through faith, and not that of yourselves; it is the gift of God. In other words, don't forget where you came from, and thank the Lord you're not there anymore we celebrate Christmas with the understanding that it is by the grace of God that we even know what Christmas is about and that is the birth of Jesus Christ the knowledge of Christ and his purpose on this earth is life saves life-saving life-changing life-defining knowledge and I pray It's never suppressed in the public square, because people need to know the truth about Christmas and not get lost in debates about pagan holidays and what date the right date is, because that's how Satan tricks you. He gets you so distracted by knowledge you will find yourself, or you have found yourself, separated from God. Don't believe me? Look what happened in the Garden of Eden with Adam and Eve. Do I have to say anything more than that? Look at what happened. We celebrate Christmas by acting on our knowledge of God's will in our lives. Jump down to verse 24, you can see where it reads, then Joseph being raised from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him and took unto him his wife. Joseph didn't waste no time in acting on God's word. He wasn't nervous. He wasn't anxious, doesn't read that. Maybe he was, I don't know. Doesn't read there. What we read, though, is a man on the move after he gets the information. He understands, he's clear. There is no confusion. There's no disruption. He understands now what God wants him to do, what God needs him to do. And he goes and does it. A lot of times we get lost in nerves and anxiety even when God shows us the way ahead. And I often wonder why God even took the time to show us it we're still going to act like you're unsure of the condition you're in. Joseph woke up and knew from that point forward he was in a spiritual condition with the Lord and he needed to respond and do all things that were revealed to him and not waste a moment of time. There are people out there right now who have been shown the way and have not moved their feet, and are wondering why are they in the same place they were in earlier this year. Why haven't I achieved any goals and dreams? Because you haven't moved on God's word in your life, and until you trust Him completely, nothing happens. Because faith is in the feet. You got to start moving. It's not as much as say, well, I know God's making the way and I'm waiting for God. To... Okay, you've done all the waiting all year. It is December, people. It is December. It's time to start moving sooner or later. And don't make this a resolution for January because you're assuming you're going to be there with the rest of us. We're all assuming we're going to be there. But guess what? You might not be here tomorrow. And you've wasted a lot of time sitting down doing nothing and talking a great game. But... There's no performance behind it. Quarterbacks talk a great game until we look at the ratings, until we look at the completions and passes. But guess what, though? At least they're out there throwing the ball. You're not even doing that. Get up, start moving to the destiny God has already ordained for your life. Have no faith in it. James 2.6 says, For as the body as well the spirit uh, is dead, so faith our works is dead also. What we do, we get up and start moving. When I say faith is in the feet, that means we are responding to our faith in Jesus Christ. We're not doing anything to get God to do stuff. We are responding to the trust we have in the Lord over our life. Everything we do from the time we're saved is a response. Everybody else can do that performance-based faith thing. If I do these things, God's going to do these things. If I bless this person, God's going to bless me. Okay, what if he doesn't? What are you going to do then? Get mad? Stop going to church? Stop reading your Bible? Post some uh, cryptic text on social media? Some philosophical mumbo-jumbo? Is that what you're going to do? Probably so. Repent. Stop. Stop it right now. Faith is in the feet. We get moving because we're responding to God's call in our life. The same call that you answered when you got baptized. The same call you answered when you said, I believe in Jesus Christ. I'm asking you now to reconsider your behavior this year. Turn it around and let's make it happen. Joseph had faith and acted on his faith in God that he had seen this thing already through to the end and now all he has to do is his small part. Small in the the spiritual dynamic of what's going on. Of course, big for him, getting married is always a big deal. And then raise his family after Christ is born. Continue with the family. Celebrate Christmas in knowing that what was done for you was done for everyone. Celebrate Christmas in thanking God for the birth of his son and bringing you to the saving knowledge of what it means to be in this time of year. Celebrate Christmas by acting on your faith in Christ, by doing what you've been instructed to do when you're in that spiritual condition. And be blessed and know and feel it in your heart that Christ died for you. Christ was born for you to die for you. One story then we're gonna, we're gonna wrap up. When I was in boot camp years ago in the, the late 90s, we was all on attention one day and the drill sergeant went down uh, the line, I should say, RDC, recruit district chief, whatever it is. I was in the Navy, so, you know, we all have our version of a drill sergeant, but that's beyond the point. She went down the line and she asked, Why are you here? And, and people said, Get an education, drop push ups. Then someone said to see the world, drop push ups. Another person said to uh, get out of my situation at home, drop push ups. Another person said to be a better person, drop push ups. Another person said to get my life on track because it was jacked up. She said, drop push ups. Then finally, she got to a person, little short dude, I'll never forget it. He's looking up at her, and she said, Why? did you join the Navy? And he looks up at her and he says, to die for my country when called upon to do so. And then she cocked an eyebrow and she said, today you're gonna rest because this is one day you may not see ever again when you are called to die for your country. Ladies and gentlemen of these public jury of the internet. I am here to tell you today that Christ's sole purpose, his ultimate mission for being born on this earth was to die on a cross. Everything else is nice. Those are all side quests that we say as gamers. But the ultimate mission was to die on a cross for the sins of this world. That's it, nothing else. Nothing else mattered. Nothing else was that concerning. Everything he said to his disciples led to the cross. Everything he was trying to teach the disciples and the people around him led to the cross. Because it had to happen for this birth to remain significant. Why come if you can't save? And God knew that. That's why we celebrate John 3.16 the way we do. For God so loved the world, he sent his only begotten Son, that he who should ever believe should not perish, but have everlasting life. But the death on the cross is only because of the birth of the Savior. That everybody around the world is gonna celebrate by time this episode comes out. So I pray during this week that you're in. When people ask. Why Jesus? And you say because no one else could have come. And did what he did. And maintained. Knowing. That they're here. To die. And if you're out there. And you need, you do need prayer. And you have realized that you're not right with Jesus. You have not accepted him as Lord and Savior. Maybe you need to restore your faith in God. Maybe you need to restore your faith in what's going on right now. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to contact us, as always, via the information provided earlier in the show. And be honest with us and let us know what we can help you and be uh a blessing to you and maybe your friends or your loved ones. Um, As we enter into the end of this year, there's still time on the clock, things can happen, people. And I want you to know that you have done everything you need to do, should happen to you, and you wake up on the other side. I want that to be glory and not turmoil. A lot of folks are there right now. A lot of folks are there. But as we sit here though let us take our time out and enjoy the christmas season let us uh, make amends with our friends and loved ones shall we let us be better this season in our forgiveness and our repentance and keep things first with jesus christ maybe you need to square up with the lord maybe you need to really 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 think about where you're trying to be should he let you see 2023. And like I said, if there's anything we can do to help you or give you some advice or give you some inspiring words, some motivation, let us know. You know, we can get all this information on the screen and you know, we're here to help you, if nothing else. We're here to be a good ear to listen, to read your words on the emails and respond back with something thought provoking that maybe will help you get on your way. God willing. So until then, Merry Christmas and may you have blessings upon blessings upon blessings in the celebration of our birth of the Lord Savior, Jesus Christ. May you have smiles. May you eat all the cookies. May you do all the stuffing things that comes along with this season. And may God bless you. May heaven smile upon you. And we will talk to you next week.